Hi, and welcome to the Happily Ever After Again podcast. Join author and relationship coach Cherylee Swady as she explores marriage transformation for struggling couples. Forgiveness, healing, connection, love restored and renewed. Our history does not have to define us. In today's episode, we'll talk about what to expect on the Happily Ever After Again podcast. You'll learn more about me, your host, Shirley Swady, and you will hear the story behind the mic of Happily Ever After Again. So let's get ready and dig in for Season 1, Episode 1. So hi and welcome to the first episode of the Happily Ever After Again podcast. I'm your host, Shirley Swady. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm really excited that this show is finally starting. Just a warning, it won't be perfect. I'm still working on tech and putting everything together, so please be a little patient. Realize I'm still learning, but it will get better. The podcast is mostly for women, although men are welcome to join, and we will speak about the struggles of marriage finding ways to heal, forgive, and connect with your partner. I will also touch on the subject of blended families. And I will be sharing from a faith perspective, although tips and strategies will be useful for everyone, and everyone is welcome. Happily Ever After will be about marriage transformation, about how things can change in our relationships and in ourselves when we learn and when we grow and when God shows up. I want to offer help and encouragement for your relationship. We will look at research, we'll hear stories, and we'll talk about strategies, tips, and mindset. We'll go deep sometimes, and we'll try to have fun too. My goal is to have an interview about once a month, and I'll try to be as honest as I can with our story, so you know that you're not alone. There's hope even when it seems hopeless. So now, let's just take a quick break for the sponsor of the show. Show is being sponsored by my book, Happily Ever After Again, Hope, Healing, and Love for Second Marriages. It's available on Amazon in Kindle, paperback, and audiobook form. Go to Amazon to pick up your copy today. Now I'd like to share more about me, where I'm coming from, what I believe. Like I said, my name is Cheryl Swady. My husband Vern and I have been married for 12 years. Marrying Vern made me a stepmom to two boys aged 12 and 14. The boys are growing up now, but we share our home with two cats and a hilarious dog named Snowball. We live in a forest in Manitoba, Canada. Before doing this, I was a classroom teacher teaching many levels from grade 2 all the way up to adults. The thing I absolutely love about teaching is relationships and watching students grow, become better versions of themselves. Before that, I worked in the area of sales and market research for several years. Research is still one of my favorite things, and I've always loved asking people questions. Three years ago, I wrote my first book on the topic of second marriage. This year, I've been setting up a coaching business for struggling couples. And I'm now the author of three books on the subject of marriage and family. Like I said, we've been married for over 12 years, and we are happy now, (laughs) but we weren't always Those tough times were what led me to start writing and now talking about marriage. You see, both of us had been married before, 
We jumped head into blended family life without even ever planning what was going to work. We were complete opposites, and we were also both hurting from previous relationships. Today, I want to share a story from our worst times. But first, before we get into this deep subject, I want to interject with something different and I hope fun. Every week, I will share a review of something I've been watching, reading, or listening to lately in a segment I will call Marriage Media. Here is a segment. Marriage Media. Hi, and welcome to Marriage Media. I recently signed up for Amazon Prime to take advantage of the free shipping, but I was actually shocked and delighted to see how many free movies and TV shows you can watch, too. I signed up for a free trial of Master's masterpiece theater and I was in my glory. I absolutely love historical fiction. One of the TV series for Masterpiece is called Victoria and it's the story of Queen Victoria and her reign from becoming a monarch at the age of 18. The young actress who plays her, Jenna Coleman, is such a subtle and skilled actress. All of the actors in the series ring true and authentic. The show has a modern feel to it even though it's set in the early 1830s. If you love Downton Abbey, check this one out. Now, what comes next does have a bit of a spoiler in it, so if you want to skip ahead about 30 seconds, I understand. The relationship between the Queen and her husband, a marriage we don't see until a few episodes in, is absolutely beautiful. Now, they're almost complete opposites. She's impulsive, outgoing, loves dancing. He's slow-moving, reserved, and likes science. But after loathing each other at the beginning... They really start to get close, and their love grows so deep. I looked up um, research to see if this story was true, and apparently Queen Victoria and Prince Albert had a very close and devoted relationship, so it is true. And it was really neat to see people in such powerful positions show authentic and genuine emotions and love to each other. I'm pacing myself and have now finished season one. I can't wait for season two. Okay, so I promised I would share with you the lowest point of our marriage. And to help you get a better picture, I'm going to ask you to go back with me to 2009. Imagine a little mobile home located outside of town in a trailer park on the edge of the prairie. Imagine, if you would, the sound of loud yelling and cursing coming from that trailer, then hearing a man say, get out, and then you see a woman running from the house getting into the car and roaring away in the vehicle. Well, as I'm sure you figured out, that woman is me, that man is my husband. And I'm not sharing this story to put my husband in a bad light. No, not at all. We were both yelling. We were both angry during this period of our life. Now, just to give a little background, my husband and I had been married for almost a year at that time. We were fighting a lot. This day was probably the worst of the worst. I knew that either things had to change or we might not last. I wondered if we were beyond help, but something inside of me, who I now believe was the Holy Spirit, led me to go and visit our friends, Ellen Helen. They had known Vern for a long time, and they were elders, our elders actually, at the church. And as embarrassing as it was to ask for help and let someone see me in this state, I did it anyway. Reaching out for help is one of the hardest steps for struggling couples to take, but it's so worth it and necessary. 
We had to admit they were not doing well. So I drove to their house. I rang the doorbell. Red face, bubbling sounds and all. This gracious couple took one look at me, hugged me, and asked me what was wrong. Ellen went over to get Vern, and we all talked together. We came back a few nights later to talk some more. And they tried to help us, but it didn't take long for them to realize that we needed more help than a talk in their living room. We were in serious need of professional counseling. So thanks to this kind and wise couple, we got into a counselor. And that was the path to restoring our marriage. It took quite a while, over two years, but we kept working on it until we were actually a different couple. When we started, I thought my husband was the angry one. And he was. But the truth was, I was too. I wasn't as as aggressive as he was, but I had biting words just the same. I was sarcastic and accusing him all the time. I was secure and jealous. But it wasn't just our marriage. It was our respective past that we had to work through. We both began to understand the deep source of our individual pain. Vern had been stolen from his mother as a baby by the government, part of the 60s scoop generation. Before the age of two, he'd been passed around several foster homes. I had grown up witnessing abuse, and I did not feel accepted by my father. We'd both been through divorce and other relationships. All of these things just came out when we got married, and they added up to conflict and insecurity and anger, and we kept triggering each other. We also had a blended family on top of that, which adds a whole another layer of complication. But the really good part is we didn't stay there, thank goodness. With the help of friends, a wise counselor, and most of all, God, our marriage slowly transformed. Our experience is what led me to help others with their struggles. I wanted to be a light for those who were where we were 10 years ago. First I wrote an article, uh, then I wrote a book, and now I'm working on coaching and starting this podcast. And so that's the story behind the podcast. We're close to the end, but I just wanted to share one with uh, one more thing with you in this introduction um, episode. Something that was fun to do, and it's what I call my marriage manifesto. And it's, it's not like a communist manifesto. According to the dictionary, manifesto is a public declaration of what you believe. So this is my marriage manifesto. I believe that anyone can change if they're willing to get help. I believe in marriages and not giving up unless there's abuse, adultery, or addictions. I believe in second chances. I believe in God's grace. I believe that opposites really do attract and then drive each other crazy, but end up teaching each other to be the best that they can be. I believe that step families are avenues for showing and learning about God's grace. Last of all, I do believe in happily ever after again. Love can happen to you even after you've lost all hope. Love often comes after we've given up and ever finding it again. And love can change our lives. At the end of every show, I'm going to be sharing a scripture that has special meaning to me and will usually relate to what we talked about in the show. Okay, today's scripture is Romans 8.28. 
And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. I love this verse because it focuses on how God works out everything in our life when we love him, even things that are really hard and puzzling and difficult. I see this verse in my own life because God has allowed a lot of heartbreak in my life, but he's he's used all that pain to let me help other people that are struggling in their marriage. I truly believe he may be allowing things in your life for a reason, which may be to help and bless others eventually. So I just want to pray for anyone listening today. Lord, I pray for anyone listening. You know each individual story. You know the pain and you know the joys, Lord. Lord, I trust that you're working things out to all, for all who love you according to your purposes. Lord, you're working things out even during the strange times of 2020. Lord, I just pray that we can trust you more. Amen. Please join us next week for Happily Ever After Again podcast on Wednesdays. Also, if you'd like to sign up for updates, to give comments, or just see more of what I have on my blog, you can join us on the podcast page. The address is secondmarriage.xyz slash podcast. That's secondmarriage.xyz slash podcast.